Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. May I have your attention, please? You need passion. You need desire. You need want. We play with that passion. We play together. We play for each other. And we play to win. We are Notre Dame. Welcome back to Irish Illustrated International. Jake McGrath and Irish Illustrated's very own reporter Len Clark back to recap another Notre Dame victory, this time on the road in Charlottesville against the Virginia Cavaliers. It finished 28-3. Felt like it could have been a little bit more uh, points in terms of the offensive side, but I thought the depth on this defense showing in, in one of its best outings of the year, uh, even if the starting quarterback for the Cavaliers, Brennan Armstrong, was out. Now up to number six in the AP poll as we rate the about the playoff committee rankings tomorrow. My slim hopes, Len, for a Notre Dame to reach the college football playoff. Grow a little bit more each week, but hey, listen, we'll get on to that playoff bold talk postseason as we always do. We'll cover this one, Len. Your thoughts on the win on Saturday night? Well, JP, just a total team win against Virginia the other night. Brennan Armstrong not starting. That probably had a lot to do with it, but Notre Dame was like sharks in a blood-filled ocean of, you know, with blood in the ocean. They just smelt it and they were on the replacement quarterback, Jay Wolfolk, all night, six sacks in the game, a confidence booster. Brian Kelly said, we are a team on the ascent. And right now, Notre Dame is playing the best football all season long right now. And I feel like, obviously, Brendan Armstrong was out, and that's obviously a massive factor. But Notre Dame was down three captains, I believe. They had some injury issues as well. We heard today that Carl Armitton's unfortunately going to miss the rest of the year. Why don't we start with the defense? I mean, holding this Virginia team, under 200 yards passing, 100 yards rushing, uh, limiting Dontavian Wicks. I was really worried about this dude. He only had two catches, 32 yards. Standouts me, Bo Bauer. I mean, wow, what a game for, for, for Bo Bauer. I think he had uh, four solo tackles, maybe nine in total, one and a half sacks. Uh, Just Adam Bowley got a, a sack and a half. The guys up front, Howard Cross got one. Riley Mills got two and two TFLs. I mean, the depth showing uh, these guys that maybe haven't seen the field as much this year, but guys like Ramon Henderson, Prince Collie got out there, Bo Bauer, as I mentioned, Jordan Botello, Riley Mills, Xavier um, uh, Xavier Watts. So it was just great to see the, the depth of this defense show up when it needed to. 
And JP, this was done against the number one offensive team in the United States. Plus, Notre Dame was without a couple of their key defensive players, linebacker Drew White and defensive lineman Myron Taglevo Amosa. So really, it's that next man mentality coming in. Everybody wants to contribute. They're going to take advantage of the time they have on the field. And it really showed. You have to give the coaches credit, Mike Elston and Marcus Freeman, the defensive coaches, for really putting a scheme together. And I knew that they probably knew Armstrong was not going to go. And I think that was the package. More of a contain if Armstrong is in, more of an aggressive type if he was not ready to go. And as you said, Bo Byer, what beast mode. He was in beast mode all game long, just a breakout game for him. And just good to see everybody getting to the act. And you mentioned Ramon Henderson. He goes to the safety spot, usually a corner, comes up with a big interception and a total team effort in that 28 to three win over the Cavaliers. And Henderson and DJ Brown back there playing safety. I thought they both were great. And they're going to need to step up with, with Kyle Hamilton seemingly out for the year. I mean, I'm still holding on hope that he might come back for the postseason. But what a joy it's been to watch him over these last few years. And obviously, we wish him the best when he hopefully heads to the NFL this year. On the offensive side, I feel like I'm always going to be a bit critical of the offense line because I want to see Notre Dame put the put put the put the uh, 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 put the uh, the foot on the neck, but Jack Cohn, a pretty Jack Cohn like performance. You know, he, he 15 to 20, um, three touchdowns and, and one interception. He has that boundary throw to Kevin Austin. It feels like he kind of hits every time. Throws an interception, and then Tyler Butler comes in. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to bench a guy who is who's coming in and leading the nine and one, but I just think Buckner's a, a better quarterback and. I think we should let him throw the ball more. I know we kind of like to bring him out in these sort of run packages, but I'd like to know your thoughts about that, Len, because well, a couple of just really yeah, just a couple of observations. I I I I I can I can hear what you're saying, but I have to say, Jack Cohn looked better in the game against Virginia than I have seen him all season long. I really liked his footwork. The, the offensive line was giving him time to pass. That one interception that was just a bad play call. That was just you know one of those things that's going to happen, uh, but. Everybody's stepping up, and when they step up, they make Jack Cohn look good. Look at that catch that Michael Mayer made. He took it off the defender's back and just came up with a big play. But then I think the coaching staff really needs to have Tyler Buckner in there on a few possessions just to keep him fresh. You're probably going to need him down the road, especially if they get into the college football playoff. You're going to need him to be ready. So I think it was chance just to give Jack a breather, give Tyler Buckner some experience, and when Buckner's in there, he makes things happen as well. So everything was hitting on all cylinders. I know I've used that cliche many times on this broad podcast, but really it was a total team effort, and they got out of Charlottesville uninjured. Now, JP, the biggest challenge that Notre Dame has this coming week is to stay healthy because, as you well know, once one player gets the flu, everybody gets the flu. And right now the only thing that Notre Dame can do to hurt themselves is to hurt themselves. Yeah, I know. And, and I think we said that after the Cincinnati game, which that loss just annoys me more and more as the weeks come on. But you touched on Michael Mayer there. He's been kind of quiet recently. Obviously, he had that, had that groin injury. And I think teams actually were able to defend him recently, but he was just excellent. That touchdown, that, that catch, sorry, the best catch all year. I mean, that is just unbelievable athleticism. He had a touchdown as well. We mentioned Kevin Austin. Great to see Braden Lindsay get a touchdown. Lorenzo Styles, this guy has some juice. I, I did not. His, his his speed kind of blows me away every time I see him. I just don't think he's that fast. And then on the other side, in the running back side, you have your obligatory car and run touchdown run. I mean, this guy, I mean, 
what we say every week, Glenn. I mean, he makes a man miss. He, he gets yards after the catch. But Logan Diggs, I mean, I had fl- that hurdle. I had flashbacks to Najee Harris, just embarrassing that that team in the playoffs last year. And this is a guy from Louisiana. He looks like an SSC running back. He had 64 yards. So if we might say goodbye to Kyron this year, we're going to be in good hands with Logan Diggs about that. Yeah, another memorable run by Kyron Williams, who just makes, you, you know, he'll, he'll make a four-star meal out of nothing. Uh, just just finds a little daylight and makes things happen. But that's very infectious. You saw, you saw Logan Diggs doing a little Michael Mayer, doing the hurdles. And a great picture was snapped. Yeah, uh, it's showing him on the sideline, just just being very uh, on the attack and 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 just really showing his athleticism. And so, you know, this is a game that they're going to celebrate for 24 hours. And right now, they're getting back on the gridiron to prepare for Georgia Tech. But you needed a win like this. Notre Dame has not allowed a touchdown in two games now, and you want to keep that straight going. So now, Notre Dame is going to challenge themselves. And when you can start focusing on challenging yourselves, you know you're a good team when you're saying, hey. We'll take care of that team. This is what we want to do. Yeah, Len. I mean, we're professionals. We don't want to be the reactionary fans you see on the message board who go, oh, no touchdown here, get them out. But listen, I'm going to play a bit of the devil's advocate here. When you're facing a team who has one of the worst defensive units in, in college football and their star quarterback is out and you only put up 28 points for a team in Virginia that's uh, that's given up 59 to UNC, 37 to Wake Forest, 33 to Louisville, 40 to Georgia Tech, who end the play next week, and 66 to BYU. You can understand a bit of frustration, especially with the, the, the so-called style points, which tend to matter when coming into the, the, the college football rankings. Are we too critical of the team? For, for I mean, 25 points on the road is still extremely impressive, but I, I would have liked to see some more points, but I don't know, I don't know what you think about well, that. Well, here, here's, here's how I feel about that. Notre Dame is a team on the ascent. Now, style points doesn't necessarily have to be and score. If Notre Dame keeps shutting down opponents and not allowing them to score, I think that's style points. And that's something that I would rather go in to say, hey, hey, it might be a boring national championship game because it's going to be a low-scoring affair. It doesn't have to be this big, you know, 50-point swing every time. I think it's exciting just to have a low-scoring game uh, or Notre Dame just holding a team to – to practically nothing. And that's why I think Virginia went for that field goal in the fourth quarter is that they said, Hey, we have to salvage something, putting some points on the board, you know, might help us down the road. Nothing worse than the defeat being shut out. I mean, and especially if you're able to get some guys out there in the second half, um, who some, some rookies, some guys haven't really seen the field, being able to give those hours some time. I mean, we'll have a look now for the rest of the year. You've got Georgia tech next week. It's senior week. I mean, they haven't won a game since due here the 9th of October you've got the Stanford game you always say that that's a tricky game David Shaw seems to have had Brian Kelly's number but they haven't won since Oregon on the 4th of October can we expect some points I mean are we look are we can we can we start really believing in this 11 and one season now I think so you know uh, you know five consecutive seasons with 10 plus wins is yeah. a possibility and I think that needs to be considered as style points as well so uh, I would like to see more points if it's done tactfully. There's nothing worse than pulling like an Alabama score where you defeat New Mexico State, you know, 50-something to three. I think that's just not good for the game of college football. But I really think challenge the defense, 
keep teams out of the end zone and say, hey, those, those are our style points. You know, the biggest style point is a W in the win column. That's what matters. But in this day of age, it has to be bigger, better, brighter, what have you. And people are always looking at high scoring gains. And, you know, that's unfortunate. Um, but if Notre Dame needs to do that, I think they have the capability and the athleticism to do that. But we will see. But a couple of games coming up, Georgia Tech is going to be tough. They're going to play the role of spoiler, giant killer. That's going to be a narrative. And then Stanford playing on that weekend, uh, Thanksgiving toward finals week. You know, Notre Dame players are always not in sync. There's that possibility of COVID or flu-like symptoms coming up. So anything can happen. Just take it game by game. More importantly, how about day by day? Let's get through today healthy, get through tomorrow healthy, get through Thursday healthy, kick it off, take care of business, and then focus on Stanford. Uh, just one more thing about heading to the to the end of the season. And I think I came to appreciate Ryan Kelly a bit more this week. And when you see the likes of Texas losing to Kansas, Oklahoma falling to Baylor, um, a Clemson just falling off a cliff this year. You're looking at the last two weeks of college football here. You've got Ohio State versus Michigan. You've got uh, Michigan, of course, got to play Maryland. Cincinnati have got to play SMU. I think SMU are a sneaky little team. I think that's a trap game for them. You've got Alabama against Arkansas, who we know have a great defense. Utah against Oregon. Utah have, have really turned it on now. And then that last week, the rivalry week, of course, Notre Dame have got Stanford, and that's been a massive Achilles heel, Achilles heel before. But Ohio State, Michigan, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, uh, Michigan State, Penn State. So it is really all to play for, and it kind of does favor Notre Dame maybe sneaking in in that number four. But then the question I have for you, Len, is do you want, do you really want to get into the college football playoff and play Georgia? instead of maybe playing at a Fiesta Bowl or a Peach Oh, no, I, I, you have to play for the national champion. This is Notre Dame. Yeah. It's been too well, long since the national championship. That's the one thing that has eluded Brian Kelly. You know, five straight 10-plus win seasons. That's great, but what do you have to show for it? So it's I asked this question to a baseball player one time. So would you rather play on a minor league team that's winning the division and they win the championship, or would you like to go to the major leagues and be on a last place team. And every one of the players I talked to said, I want to be in the show. The players want to play for a national championship. The coaches want a national championship. The recruits want a national championship. I think it's no choice. It's top four. Anything less will be a disappointing season for fighting Irish fans. There you go. You've heard it there from Len Clark and, and he sold me on. We're beating Georgia. If we get there, we're beating Georgia. But listen, <laughs> we'll think about that when we get there. One, one game uh, at a time, JP. One game at a time. That's your catchphrase, Len. <laughs> um, Len, thanks for joining us. We'll be back again on Thursday to preview the Georgia Tech game uh, and then hopefully be back again next Monday to preview another win as we count down these final weeks for Notre Dame. And uh, hopefully it will end in a, in a, in a national championship. As, as Len Clark has predicted, I'm going to hold you to that, Len. <laughs> but thank you, guys. Thanks for joining us. And as always, go Irish! Podcast Network.
I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.